under a Trump administration, gasoline engines will be allowed. And sex changes for children will be banned. Is that okay? Well, that that's going to get the Democrats softly riled up, you know. They like nothing more than set sex change operations for little tiny children. You know, child genital mutilation. That's a Democrat Party project. Certainly is. Changing the gen, keeping it a secret from the parents because Sig Heil. Well, happy Thursday and welcome back. You can find us at 888-630-9625. 888-630-9625. We're still trying to find out how many Democrats are criminals. We know that there are a great many, an enormous number, a massive number, a huge percentage of Democrats are criminals. And uh, it can be looting the stores in Philadelphia or carjacking you in Washington, D.C., or shooting kids in Chicago. It's, uh, you know, the Democrats are everywhere. Or you can be a lawyer and go to law school and become a prosecutor, and you can still be a criminal. You can become the attorney general of the United States and still be a criminal. You can be a senior FBI official and commit seditious conspiracy. You can be a senior intelligence official, and if you're a Democrat, you're really a leftist and uh, you've got uh, criminality coursing through your veins because the left is here. They're not liberals. They're the left. But there's an amazing story out of Florida because a uh, one of the January 6th prosecutors, and I'm going to get to President Trump in a moment, then I'm going to lay out one of the frauds, one of the many frauds that the Democrat criminals with law degrees are perpetrating just this week. But here's one, Howard Frankland stabbing suspect, former federal prosecutor, Patrick Douglas Scruggs, who worked for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Tampa, Florida about, uh, for about a decade, is accused of stabbing another motorist after a crash. This is a crazy story. And the Tampa Bay Times has the story, the Washington Post doesn't. A man accused of stabbing another motorist after a crash on the Howard Frankland Bridge on Tuesday is a former assistant U.S. attorney who spent about a decade at the U.S. Attorney's Office in Tampa. He's a Democrat. Patrick Douglas Scruggs, 38 years old, of Tampa, worked for the U.S. Attorney's Office from September 2012 until April of this year, so that's uh, about 11 years, Uh, According to his LinkedIn page, his time there included appearing on behalf of the federal government during hearings for Florida residents accused of taking part in the riots. There was one riot at the U.S. Capitol supported by outgoing President Donald Trump on January 6, 2021. Now, wait a minute. See, it turns out that this guy, he prosecuted the Florida resident who was in Washington that day. And I let, let, let's say riots. No, there were hundreds and hundreds of riots in the United States in that time frame. All but one of them were Democrats. All but one of them. All the looting uh, last night and the night before in Philadelphia, all Democrats. All the shoplifting from coast to coast, shutting down stores everywhere. 
Democrats, Democrats everywhere, all the locked doors at stores. So you've got to find an employee to let you in because of Democrats, the shootings, the robberies, you know, Democrats, 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 Democrats. And uh, so here's this guy. It's a crazy story. Uh, now he belongs to a, uh, works for a law firm in, uh, in Atlanta and, uh, Scruggs faces his own legal trouble stemming from a bizarre chain of events that unfolded on the Howard Frankland Bridge at rush hour uh, as it was winding down on Tuesday morning. Uh, according to a news release issued by the Florida Highway Patrol, a 40-year-old Tampa man was driving a sedan south on Interstate 275 when he and his 43-year-old wife uh, noticed a vehicle was uh, stopped in the uh, travel lanes of the bridge shortly before uh, 9.30 a.m. Uh, the 35-year-old driver, also from Tampa, was slumped over inside his sedan, troopers said. Is it a heart attack? Did he have a stroke? Is he passed out from drugs? Is he just really tired? Nobody knows. But the 40-year-old man was uh, uh, unable to get inside of the other sedan, so we walked back to his car to get something that he could use to break the window to see what's going on with the person uh, passed out or asleep at the wheel, right, with his car stopped in the traffic lanes in morning rush hour. While he was doing that, the 35-year-old man uh, woke up and accelerated forward, crashing into the couple's sedan. See, no good deed goes unpunished and stuff. So he shifted into reverse and uh, then tried to get around the couple's sedan, according to state troopers there. But at that point, uh, he struck Scruggs' sedan, right, Scruggs is the uh, the lawyer, and he is a January 6th prosecutor. And you may remember the guy that was walking with the podium inside the Capitol. And he was, you know, he got in big, big trouble. So Scruggs uh, pulled over, got over, walked up to the driver of the vehicle that hit his car. And according to the Highway Patrol, Scruggs, the prosecutor, January 6th prosecutor, broke the window and started stabbing the 35-year-old man with his pocket knife, he's stabbing him again and again in the neck. This is the January 6th prosecutor. The couple returned to their vehicle to help the man who was being stabbed. But Scruggs then tried to stab them, and they fled because they're normal people trying to be a good deal. They're like, hey, what's wrong with this man? And then the Democrat prosecutors started stabbing everybody because he's not well. A St. Petersburg Police Department officer driving past the scene saw the commotion and pulled over to help. The Democrats hate the police, you know, because they're the good guys and the Democrats are the bad guys. The Highway Patrol said the officer detained the January 6th prosecutor, Scruggs, Patrick Douglas Scruggs, detained him and called for assistance. I need backup. I need backup. I got a Democrat with a knife over here and he's a January 6th prosecutor. They didn't sell that. I just, I just threw that in. So troopers arrested Scruggs on charges of aggravated battery, aggravated assault, and armed burglary. He was released <laughs> from the Pinellas County Jail around 11.30 p.m. on Tuesday after posting $65,000 bail. So he's free to stab again. You know what I'm talking about here? Because uh, this guy, I'm uh, telling you, and it turns out that Scruggs is the prosecutor that uh, really went after uh, everybody he could go after that was uh, that was in Washington on January 6th and uh, gave people, you know, ridiculously this Florida guy who walked with uh, the podium 
Um, he didn't stab anybody. He didn't shoot anybody like the U.S. Capitol Police uh, shooting Ashley Babbitt and killing her with one shot for the alleged crime of kidnapping. But uh, pretty, uh, pretty amazing stuff. And the, uh, there are photos because everybody has a camera in their hand and a video camera in their hand. So people made videos and pictures of all the crazy stuff. And photos uh, show a man, that's the Democrat prosecutor, holding a knife and standing next to a car with the driver holding out his bloody outstretched arms because the Democrat prosecutor, Patrick De- Douglas Scruggs, stabbed him repeatedly because he might have been having a medical emergency or something. We still don't know. Uh, but the guy was stabbed so many times, he was, ended up in the hospital and uh, pretty amazing stuff. Now, the the thing is that uh, the the guy with the podium, he had the book thrown at him, of course, because... This Democrat who goes around stabbing people who are maybe having medical emergencies, Patrick Douglas Scruggs, just uh, just crazy, just crazy. And uh, the poor guy who uh, was uh, dragged through the mud and wrecked by the prosecution conducted by Patrick Douglas Scruggs because he walked into the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, that guy's out there shaking his head saying, hey, man, <laughs> you know, what's up with uh, uh, your your boy uh, Scruggs? Uh, maybe he shouldn't be on the loose, but he's out on bail again because, you know, that's uh, that's your that's your Democrat party. How many crimes do Democrats commit every day? That's uh, so. A man slumped over, and so this Democrat prosecutor uh, goes up and stabs him repeatedly, according to reports, in the neck, uh, which would look like attempted murder. But he's out on bail later that day. And no psych evaluation or or anything like that, because when you're a Democrat, everything is different for you. You know that's the that's the thing about being a Democrat is everything's much better for you. Don't worry about that. And there's a lot more on that, but I want to get to the. Uh, I honestly want to get to the the phony, the phony, phony BS that the left is peddling about President Trump in New York because they lie all the time, these lefties. And now to the next criminal with a law degree, the New York Post has the story, and the Washington Post doesn't, and the New York Times doesn't. Real estate insiders bewildered by judges' $18 million valuation of Trump's Mar-a-Lago, quote, would list it at $300 million, end quote. That's the headline. And the story by Mary Kay Jacob in the New York Post is the real news. And the Washington Post doesn't have the real news. A New York judge's Tuesday ruling valuing Donald Trump's sprawling headline-making Florida estate at $18 million has left industry experts perplexed. In his verdict, Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Arthur Engord. Engoron, Engoron, E-N-G-O-R-O-N, Arthur Engoron is a Democrat judge, delivered a bombshell ruling that the former president committed fraud by inflating the value of his wealth, of his wealth with uh, details, including the monetary value associated with Mar-a-Lago and Palm Beach, and of course, of other real estate holdings too. But let's look at the yardstick that they use here. They're, they're saying, oh, you committed fraud because you claimed you had all this wealth in real estate 
and you overinflated the value of your real estate holdings so you could get loans and get good interest rates and everybody would be nice and whatever. So you you exaggerated the value of your real estate holdings. And in order to, to prove that he had overvalued his, the value of his real estate holdings, the judge, uh, Arthur Engoron, uh, who is a, a Manhattan Supreme Court justice. They have their own Supreme Court justices in Manhattan, by the way. And apparently they're radical left-wing extremists who belong in the Filipino court system. Uh, I apologize to the Philippines. But here's this judge who's a radical, obviously. The decision which uh, came down without a jury has sent shock shockwaves through the uh, political and real estate uh, uh, industries especially that $18 million based value for the property. One prominent Palm Beach real estate broker speaking on the condition of anonymity because he doesn't want to be targeted by the radical left Democrats told the New York Post, quote, it's utterly delusional to think that property is worth $18 million, meaning only $18 million. The insider added, if that property were on the market today, I would list it at around $300 million minimum, at least, he said. He also said the separate golf course, just a few minutes away, uh, worth an awful lot more money. The crooked judge, Engeron, his verdict holds President Trump, uh, along with his family and his business empire, the Trump Organization, liable to fraud. But who's the fraud here? <laughs> Let's look at who the fraud is, all right? This is a $300, $400 million property. He says, oh, I'll give it $18 million. And uh, that's a lie because the man is a liar. And it's a 35-page judgment by N. Goran, as maybe N. Moron. Um, this is uh, just ridiculous. The, uh, that Trump made false statements about the value of his real estate, and then they immediately make false statements about the value of his real estate. Nothing could more, be more ridiculous. And then the real estate people in Palm Beach, they said, oh, yeah, just take a look down the street, down the block from where President Trump. And it's a historic estate, Mar-a-Lago, built for Marjorie Merriweather Post of the Post Serial Fortune in the 1920s. It's one of the country's most revered estates on the Atlantic Ocean and, you know, backs up onto the lake, hence Mar-a-Lago, sea to lake. That's the name of the estate. But, um, but I mean, it's just completely ridiculous. The, um, the place, so $18 million, they, they pointed out, the real estate people did there, that there is a two-acre wooded lot with no house on it a couple of blocks down, five minutes uh, from Mar-a-Lago. And the empty lot listed for $150 million. The empty lot, no historic estate. And they say, oh, yeah, yours is worth $18 million. So they accuse you of uh, tampering with the numbers uh, on the value of your real estate. And then they, step one, tamper with the values uh, of your real estate. Uh, Forbes magazine um, in uh, years ago uh, sized up the 128, 128 room mansion at $160 million back in, in uh, 2018. But the court said, no, it's worth $18 million. Empty lots are worth $150 million a couple of blocks away. So they're crooks, they're criminals, they're liars, they're frauds, they're charlatans, and they're committing fraud. But that's okay. The New York Times and the Washington Post will never report that because they're filthies. 
You know, uh, President Biden's sinister plan to inflict the digital dollar on the United States of America is already underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences of this scheme because, believe it or not, contrary to their claims, this is not in your best interest or mine, and time is of the essence. So getting smart on the subject right now is a very good idea. You can help protect your savings and your retirement and your family from the risks of this Biden scheme, the digital dollar, by investing in IRAs in gold and silver. Precious metals, my friends. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call American Alternative Assets today at 888-4-GOLD-20. 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance needed on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah. So they accuse you of uh, of uh, giving false numbers on your real estate, and then they immediately give false numbers on your real estate. They should be in handcuffs. They should be dragged away. This is a false... This is a persecution, not a prosecution. In a civil trial... And they lie about the numbers. And the and the lie is so laughable that everyone knows it. At first blush, that it's a big lie. This is the third world. The Democrat Party is the left. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, the judge involved in the lowballing the value of Trump's properties so he could be accused of overvaluing his properties while they undervalue his properties. The judge, this uh, Engoron person, Engoron, it sounds like a space alien, doesn't it, Engoron? Last year, he was uh, in a uh, dispute, the judge was, and he said Trump was, quote, just a bad guy. I think the judge is the bad guy here, and he's been exposed as a fraud and a charlatan who is abusing his power to uh, attack his political enemies. A lot of Democrat Party crooks out there. Some of them stab you. Some of them shoot you. You might be a prosecutor that goes against January 6th people, and then he'll probably claim mental trauma from January 6th while he was in Florida. (laughs) Just uh, just amazing. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Man, oh man. Manischewitz. Yeah, this Scruggs guy who stabbed the the man repeatedly in the neck. Um, 
He prosecuted Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson was from Florida, so he was prosecuted in Florida. During uh, January 6th, um, he uh, walked through the Capitol uh, with Nancy Pelosi's lectern. lectern. So it became, you know, it became a symbol. And uh, February of last year, he was sentenced to 75 days in prison, um, followed by year-long supervised release. Johnson was also ordered to pay $5,000 fine and given 200 hours of community service, which uh, the way they're prosecuting their political enemies these days is almost getting off light. But uh, Adam Johnson uh, was commenting yesterday, hey, isn't this the guy that prosecuted me and gave me all this, all this stuff for walking and not hitting anybody? And he's stabbing wildly and attacking another couple with his knife and because... Maybe he had to get to work. I don't know. That's one Democrat. Then this Democrat judge who is lying, lying about the value of President Trump's real estate so he can accuse President Trump about of lying about his real estate, right? I mean, that's there's an irony there, but, you know, they have no sense of irony. Just, uh, just amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Our legal system has been corrupted by the Democrat Party everywhere, New York, Georgia, Washington, D.C., and beyond. And they love criminals. They let real criminals go free all the time. This guy who stabbed, uh, who knows, he was slumped over. What, did he have a, a seizure? Did he have a stroke? I don't know, but the Democrat prosecutor decided to stab him repeatedly in the neck and then attack another couple with a knife, and then he's out that day on bail. It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Yes, sir. All right, let's uh, let's take a phone call, Michael. And uh, let's go. We want to get to President Trump still. But I see that uh, we have Mike calling in from the beautiful island of Corfu. Island of Corfu. In Greece. Hey, Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, thank you for taking our call. I called in earlier and... I went to take her off speaker because it was echoing, and I hit the uh, the other button, and uh, eventually I just my girl, my best girl, says they probably thought that it was a prank call, so you hung up on it. <laughs> I figured I'll give it a call back and give it a try. I was really she threw me off. I didn't know what subject matter to cover after she answered because I never get through on a radio call, and I'm like, hell, they answered. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? And we're in Greece. And you're in Greece. You're yeah, on the, the we've, I've been to Corfu a couple of times. Beautiful island, wonderful place. Uh, and you're just there on vacation, having a good time? We are. We spent a little over a month over in Edinburgh, and it was fantastic. And uh, <clears throat> we had a, a, a babysitting task over there, and that was great. That was a lot of fun. And then we said, hey, let's uh, spend some other time here. And we found some really great... Uh, seats on a flight over to Corfu and said, let's do it. So tomorrow morning we leave, we're going to Italy and, uh, and then hopefully Malta and then over to France, pick up some boxes we left last year and take them with us. They UPS wouldn't ship. So <laughs> we're gonna Life is good. Up. UPS but, uh, is bad, but yeah. that, that is, uh, sounds like you're living the life, man. That's what my friends keep telling me, but I say, yeah, it's it's great, but I'll tell you, sometimes, uh, you know, you got to get home, but we listen to you all the time. Other than meeting my best girl, it was like the best thing she did was got me into your show, and it was like, really, it was pretty awesome, so we listen all the time, and 
we've got you on our phone here on the internet, so we just pull it up, uh, you know, off of uh, iHeart or whichever one we have. So, so that's what we're doing today, and we're just sitting here back in our room after it's hot here. I'll tell you, it's definitely like summer in Arizona almost. But uh, well, you have to go swimming. Great. That's that's why they put the sea there. <laughs> that is true, and and everybody was there today. So we just figured we'd take a sabbatical and maybe catch some of the the town center. And uh, but it has it's been pretty awesome. We we love it here. It's gosh, you know, we're from Arizona originally. We listen to you from there. So, and I've got a place in Utah, and she's in Arizona, and we're both born and raised. Went to the same little Catholic high school together. Didn't really even know each other. She's in my younger brother's class, and then we ended up. Uh, kind of a weird situation got together many many years later many but um it's yeah kind of weird that's a uh, great story that's uh yeah, that that, we that sounds really great yeah she wanted to know what we were what we were calling in about originally by the time we got through to you but it was uh the debate thing uh was actually the main issue at that time when we called in the first time and it was like these debaters they're they're all trying out for position uh for for the democratic platform or the liberal platform uh the, it was just a you know they just get into this trump trashing situation well it's his fault this or he did this or he only built so many miles of the wall and and uh, that's I, – I don't know whether they're running for president on GOP platform. They, they want to be nominated on the GOP platform or if they're trying to get a position and bump out whoever's in the, on the Democratic Party side. But it, it, it's kind of ironic. But then we kind of transitioned into this, this other situation, which we both feel very strongly about with this, this judge uh, – with these claims against Trump, uh, that's so ridiculous. And and you know what? The, the market fluctuates so much. And when he filled out that paperwork, what was the property values at that time? You know, I mean, this is it's just insanity where they're taking this. Our judicial system is just totally. Everybody complains about the justice system, but our our entire judicial system is completely gone off the track. It, it's. It's, you know, it it's crazy and no work and no more. It is. She's a no good. She's a no good. And uh, Joe Biden's brain. She's a no good. She's a broke. And and honestly, our uh, our justice system. You're right. As long as you have these crooked judges who will just lie and then write down the lie and say, no, we're we're accusing President Trump of overinflating the value of his real estate, and then we're going to call Mar-a-Lago a property that's worth eighteen million dollars. I mean, there are houses in Washington D.C. worth uh, more than eight million, uh, eighteen million dollars. In fact, there's a there's a, a house I'm aware of a house that's uh, 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 on the market right now for $38 million in Washington, D.C., for $38 million. And it's just on Foxhall Road, and it you know, looks toward the Potomac River, $38 million. And, and it's not a historic uh, estate, which Mar-a-Lago is, and uh, one of the most important estates in the United States of America, it honestly is. And if you ask a, a, a Palm Beach real estate agent, you know, what would you put it on the market for? Oh, $300 million, $400 million. And and so, you know, when you're accusing someone of fraudulently setting the value of real estate, maybe you shouldn't begin by fraudulently setting the value of the real estate that uh, you're accusing him of uh, setting the value fraudulently. It's it's pretty extraordinary stuff, uh, I've got to say. 
And uh, Mike, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that it's uh, hot in Corfu, but uh, I know that the sea there is just a beautiful place to go swimming, and they have lots of great cold beers, Mythos and Alpha, and all kinds of good beers to drink. Wait, that got me to call you. I had a couple of those earlier. The Mythos is great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now it is. You're, you're, you're six hours ahead right now of East Coast time, right? We are. Yeah. So, yeah, and we're about to go downstairs and uh, and catch the rest of the happy hour, which goes actually until ten o'clock <laughs> at night, I think, or midnight. Well, sure it does. And then the dinner at the same time, and uh, we've got to be out of here at four a.m. and catch our our flight. Otherwise, we miss that, and we've got to. Hey, you know, not that I'm complaining to be stuck in Corfu for another ten days before we can get a flight out, but. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. That is uh, that is great. Well, uh, have a have a mythos for me, and maybe a horiatiki salad, and maybe you got some uh, maybe you got some uh, octopus there too, uh, because they've got fresh out of the sea. Um, my my uh, among my favorite food in the world, Greek food and Greece. I uh, we've uh, long said my best girl and I that if we were ever to win the lottery and disappear, you'd find us in Greece. Oh, yeah. Corfu is amazing. And both of us growing up in southern Arizona, it's just like, gosh, are we in Hermosillo? <laughs> uh -huh. Wow. That's are, great. Are we in Mexico City? Where are we? It's, it's great. It's, we love it. It's, uh, it's amazing. We definitely made a decision that we'll be back. You know, we've got to come back probably and, and do some other things. Uh, we've got to go over <laughs> to Lourdes, uh, France for uh -huh. a pilgrimage we're doing in April or May. Good and Catholics. So, uh, as soon as we get done. Yes, and so we're coming back over here right after that. That is great. Life is good. What is your best girl's name? Carol. Carol and Mike. Mike and Carol having the time of their lives traveling around Europe, man. That's, uh, that's a beautiful thing. Um, well, have a, have a great trip. I'm very glad you called in. I'm very glad you called in. I wish I was there. I am so glad that we got through. It's been a privilege and honor to get to finally get through and talk to you. I mean, like I said, we listen all the time. So, I mean, even, even when we're out of the country. That's great. And you got a very good uh, best girl there because she introduced you to my show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I traveled in the military when I was younger, and I haven't been back over into the med area in like probably 45 years. Wow. So no I'm kidding. Like, oh, wow. Okay, great. Holy yeah, cow. Said, this is what I want to do. And. You know, and she says, well, this is what I'm doing. That you is need great. To retire. Perfect. Said, okay. She goes, you need to retire and go to Europe with me. And I said, all right. You twisted my arm and wow. away we went for, that has been like almost three years ago. Wow. Match made in heaven. That is great. God bless you both. Great. All right. Thanks, Chris. Have thanks. a great day. Thank Serving you. in the military too since then. I'm saluting you as well. Uh, thank you, Michael. That's fun. Corfu, you know, yesterday I was, I mentioned that I was uh, being uh, texted uh, and being corrected by uh, listeners in Sweden. Anne and George in Sweden were uh, correcting me on uh, a company. I, I, I said, I think it's based in England. And uh, Anne got a hold of me and said, no, no, it's based in Sweden. Texting from Sweden. It's, uh, this is all thanks to Al Gore, peace be upon him, and his amazing internet. That is, uh, that's extraordinary stuff. Yes, it is. Uh, let's get to, uh, where are we now? Let's get to President Trump. President Trump. Uh, President Trump last night uh, on Newsmax, on Newsmax TV and other outlets as well, I think, but uh, Newsmax carried him live. Uh, President Trump at his speech, which was 
you know, alternative programming to the, and it was more fun, I got to say. Joe Biden is surrendering our auto industry to China, just like he surrendered our borders to the cartels and he surrendered Afghanistan in the most embarrassing week, day, time period in the history of our country. And he's hitting Joe Biden, right? Not uh, Chris Christie. He's uh, hitting the Democrat loser in the White House. As Mike said, you know, he's, he's a brain. She's a broke. She's a no good. That brain of his. Uh, and uh, uh, President Trump on the, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was, he was uh, good last night. He was on all kinds of stuff. And uh, he's on our side. That's one of the things about President Trump. And hitting Joe Biden. Crooked Joe and his payday with the Biden family. They raked in millions and millions of dollars. You see what's going on. The news doesn't really report it. Very little news reports it. That's true. But it was the men and women who got every single day. They got up and came back home with grease on their hands. And they were the ones that paid the price. They paid a big, big price. The only time Joe Biden has ever gotten his hands dirty is when he's taking cash from foreign countries, which is quite often, actually. It's quite often. Based on what we're seeing, it's much more often than anyone would have thought. Speaking of which, the Joe Biden uh, criminal um, uh, family uh, hearing just started about, uh, well, less than an hour ago on Capitol Hill, and we're keeping our ear to the ground on that. Uh, President Trump, explained, he's speaking to a group of auto workers who are non-union. Because under Biden's mandate, the entire car industry will be packed up and shipped to China, which controls over 80% of the supply chain for electric vehicle batteries. They control the whole thing. So they think close to 100% of the business will be gone. Every time Joe Biden and the UAW's political leadership talk about a fair transition to all electric cars, American labor will be under siege. It's not going to work for you. It can't work. And I learned a lot today with this great family. I tell you, they said, you know, it just won't work. They don't need anything that you have right here in Michigan. And they have beautiful product. There's no such thing as a fair transition to the end of your way of life. You're going to lose your beautiful way of life. For auto workers, Biden's forced transition is a transition to hell. It's a transition to hell. It's a transition to unemployment and to inflation without end. The It's uh, Joe Biden. Uh, the infl- a little, little edit, a little edit issue there. Uh, and uh, President Trump uh, making promises that uh, people actually care about. Under a Trump administration, gasoline engines will be allowed... And sex changes for children will be banned. Is that okay? Whereas with the Democrats, the price of everything will skyrocket and boys will be girls and girls will be boys. It's a mixed up world. Lola. L-O-L-A. Lola. Your Democrat party. Actually, since I was talking about crime and gangs in Sweden yesterday and our friends in Sweden updating me in real time, there are uh, more updates out of Sweden because they're not really controlling their borders either. (music) 
Now, President Trump has responded to this crooked Democrat judge in New York. And, the, you know, the real fraud here is the judge and Letitia James, the radical left-wing extremist prosecutor. One of the ironies here is that this radical judge, uh, who is a political hack and a political activist, um, is targeting Trump for allegedly defrauding banks, and they're, they're going to strip him of his New York business licenses, can't build, can't do any business in New York because of this fraudulent smear by a radical who belongs in the third world. He's a Democrat. Now, I've been saying for years that the left is the pointy end of the spear on third-worlding any country. When the left kicks in, look at Venezuela, for example. When the left comes in, you go from becoming the most prosperous nation in Latin America to a country that everybody's fleeing. And now the radical Democrats are saying, oh, they're fleeing socialism in Venezuela. Uh, You guys love socialism. You're trying to bring socialism here. But President Trump, uh, first of all, pointing out that uh, he's being accused of defrauding banks. Well, here's one of the funny things. The banks don't say that they were defrauded. They're not suing Trump. In fact, he paid back the loans that he got from the banks. He paid the interest. The banks are fine. They got just what they wanted. They profited. And the idea that he overvalued his real estate holdings when this crooked slimeball judge devalued his real estate holdings in an effort to make a point It's just madness. It is madness. And President Trump said the widespread attack on me, my family, and my supporters has devolved to new un-American depths at the hands of a deranged New York State judge doing the bidding of a completely biased and corrupt prosecutor, in quotation marks, Letitia James. He said, this is a Democrat, this is Democrat political lawfare, you know, warfare by law. It's a portmanteau. And a witch hunt at a level never seen before. It's an attempt to badly injure the opposing party's leading, by far, political candidate. And again, the irony is that these judges have decided that the banks were defrauded, but the banks don't believe that they were defrauded. This judge should be disbarred. He should be. He should have his law license stripped from him. He should be kicked out of his judgeship. Maybe he should be in handcuffs um, and leave him in a store. You know that the Democrats will loot a few minutes later. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.